Okay, so now we just need an intro. Uh, something like... Friendly sparring with Leo and Joe's. Friendly sparring. The friendliest sparring with Leo and Joe's. Friendly sparring. That's it. Ah, all right, cool. Let's start the show. Yep. Welcome to the Friendly Sparring Podcast, the podcast where one of the hosts has seen a Star Wars line of butt plugs. Ah, what? And one of them is called C-3PO My Ass. Shut ah, so, right up, dude. Hey, are you listening to Friendly Sparring Podcast or not if I don't start with butt plugs? Okay, hey man. This is the official butt plug podcast. Yeah, it's the official peg plug podcast peg that's plug. what we're gonna start calling peg ourselves plug. peg plug ladies and gentlemen c3 po my ass um saw that um was very happy about it i also saw a fidget spinner butt plug as well oh if you get bored back there <laughs> i was saying is, is the fidget spinner like sticking out so you can it's like, out of it you're not reach, putting reach it around. inside someone's ass and spinning right. it inside of it i mean yeah. Would watch. Some, yeah, would some. not do, but would watch. <laughs> would, would watch. Guys, welcome to, I think, the, what, 69th episode of Friendly Sparring Podcast? Yeah, it's definitely yeah. 69 minus 19. Yeah, who cares? Wow, that was very... Episode hey, man, 50, what? baby, is a major milestone. Quick math. Well, well, two weeks away from a major milestone. Well, okay. we're already, like, as far as, like, year-wise, we hit our we're anniversary, there. but you're right, 52 is, like, you know... It, is actually two weeks like it's kind of a consecutive yeah. you know, year run. And most of them I'm not there. So what are we talking about, huh? These fights. I feel you've been here more than you haven't. That's true, probably. Like way more. Sometimes my brain is out. Tonight it's yeah. in. Guess what? Cuz last night those fights didn't blow my mind. They were simply okay. Uh Yeah, um Okay. So let's get right into it. Uh, this is an MMA podcast after all, and we do like to talk about MMA. Um, before, we, before we actually go any further into MMA, um, actually, never mind. You know what? <laughs> I had a thought. I had a thought, but we're going to stop. And you know what? We don't edit on this podcast. We don't. Because we simply don't, don't care. care enough. You're getting us raw, real, and it's fresh, also- baby. I appreciate that about podcasts sometimes that they're not edited. Yeah, because guess what? It doesn't matter. You're listening to us. You laugh. You love it. You don't like MMA. You do like MMA. Who cares? Listen to us. We're funny. Funny dudes. Two funny guys throwing yuck yucks at each other. Every single Sunday, you guys get to listen to it. See our fucking faces. Okay. Now, the point I was going to make was something that we're going to talk about later. So. Let's kick this off with my prelim. Uh, full transparency, guys. Juice is hung. Let's keep moving on. Uh, full transparency. Full transparency. Full the, We're being honestly, very upfront about can that. Can we talk about very veiny transparency? I'm yeah. not even going to lie, guys. Yeah, very veiny. Yeah. All veins. Uh, is it vain of me to say that? No. Well. Yeah, it's rather, uh, it's right. Ra- you know what? It's a little bit, you know, we're in a little bit of a girth situation, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. 
the the girth of the situation the is a lot situation. yeah a lot more than we could handle uh full transparency juice did not watch the prelims because he was busy doing what he actually loves to do yeah dude okay so you guys want to jump off his back just calling him a filthy casual him calling people filthy casuals guess what get off his back was doing a show I was Call. texting Rhino during the prelims last night. He texted me about like something happened in the, one of the first prelims. And he was yeah. like, good thing uh, ASMR ref. That's what he calls Chris Tione. He was mm-hmm. like, good thing ASMR ref was there to stay. I was like, I was like, bro, I'm on stage. I'm missing every second of these fights, bro. And I'm loving it. But guess what? Because your first love is the theater. Yep. First love is the theater. And guess what, guys? MMA has got to take a backseat sometimes. Even though that stuff. I'm an ensemble member and that's fucking killing my soul. Every... Good point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's keep let's keep trucking on past the depression of that. But let's keep going. Ladies and gentlemen, my prelim pick of the night. Uh, you got to love them for doing it. It is spoil the party. Tim Elliott spoiling the party for Khabib on the night that he gets uh, the announcement for the induction. Yes. What a great way to spoil what the party. What a fucking great way. His new name should be Party Spoiler. Yeah, because Tim Elliott really did that. Now, uh, wacky fighter, like really incredibly wacky fighter. I mean, the the shoulder movements, the uh, push towards uh, Tagir. I mean, it was all just so strange. You know, it's similar to like... Um, it feels kind of like a Dominic Cruz, but uh, but it's got a little bit more of a um, white trashness to it, which comes uh, up later in the main card. But anyway, uh, Tim Elliott uh, really brought it to Tagir, uh, really spoiled that party really quick. Um, every single round, some Tagir kind of tagged him a couple times, but I don't think he was ever really in any trouble. And and I it looked like Tim had gassed out at the end of the second round. And then I was like, oh, man, I don't know if he's going to keep this pace up. But then I watched the third round, and he literally kept the pace, the exact same pace the entire time. So he was hot and pushed it, you know? Love he to see it. pushed his girth right on him and got the win and beat the shit out of Tagir. Uh, another, I mean, because you just didn't watch, I'm going to have another highlight. Uh, yeah. This is, this is my prelim pick. Is on, on, Leo's picking this on my behalf. Uh, that Jalen Turner, Jamie Malarkey fight. Fuck yeah. Uh, actually, well, no, that was a good fight. No, because the Marina Rodriguez, yeah, yeah a lot of people, a lot of people were talking about how it was kind of controversial, and I kind of agree. Uh, uh, I'm, oh yeah, it was this, it was a split decision? Okay, so the fact that it was split doesn't make me feel too bad about it, but um, but yeah, Jan was doing a pretty good job during that fight. So I, I, I don't know. We'll see what happens with uh Marina next. Uh, anyway, uh, Jalen Turner, uh, Jamie Malarkey, uh, Jalen just really put it on uh, Malarkey quick. And nice. just like in that second round, just really swarmed him and overwhelmed him. And you know what? What's weird is that does it matter if I know what I'm talking about? No, because I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I have no idea who this is. I don't care. But does it does it excite me? Is it fun? Are we having a good time? Are we having fun yet? If I'm not bothering anyone, what's the problem? Anyone, anyone want to field that question for me? 
if I'm having fun, what's the problem? Yeah. Turns if Jalen Turner wants to wear an eye none. patch, he can wear an eye patch. Yeah. Hey, guess what? Jamie Merlucky got whooped. Unfortunately, everyone likes Jamie Merlucky too because he's a stand-up dude. Very nice yeah. man. But Jalen Turner's on a tear. And very great to make puns off his last name. Yeah, because it's a lot of malarkey. <laughs> yeah. But he, he literally him losing was malarkey. I mean, not really, because Jalen Turner really won in spectacular it was, fashion. It was, it was, like yeah, it was, it was pretty like heavy-handed. Pretty, yeah, he knocked him right like on definitive. the chin. <laughs> yeah, and really, really just got that ground and pound and just dusted him. Ugh, it was it was great. Um, But yeah, as far as the... Oh, I'm trying to think of the other, like, I don't know. I was, you know, I was intently watching on my, on my um, TV and eh, some of the fights were okay. Some of them were whatever, but let's get right into this <clears throat> main card with uh beautiful, just Dude. opposing will on Greg Hardy by Spivak. Just throwing him around dude tossing him around everyone kept saying that's crazy uh greg's almost 300 300 300." spivak turned him over just ragdolled him all over the damn place strength just mm, you love to see it you love to see it and all of twitter was celebrating with the exception we were smoking that great cardi pack of one person are we who are are you talking about Will a man uh, art fighter guy? Will Will Harris or whatever? Yes. The uh art of what is it? What's the guy? It's anatomy of a fighter. Anatomy of a fighter, dude. That that guy's Bro. getting dragged so getting hard. Dunked on left and right, dude. Everyone is dunking on him. And I don't I don't quite I, I don't get his angle. Yeah, especially because people are like a lot of people are saying like, why die on this hill? And it's yeah. right, it's true. Why, why that one? Why it of all weird, the things? Where he'll die on? But also like the comment itself was really stupid. Like most of you guys are sitting on your couch, like, and a couple of like blue checkmark fighters hey, were like, man. I'm not, yeah. <laughs> I'm not sitting on my couch, dog. I'm fighting. Like you know what I mean? Like that's yeah. Don't get. Really where else are we gonna watch fights? Hey, <laughs> yeah, do you do you want me to set up a TV in the gym? <laughs> do you want me to be literally sparring and streaming the fucking fights? Like, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, what? no, it, it, everyone's dragging him, and and they should because, like, yeah. look, man. I and, love his content, even, by the way. Great, great guy. Otherwise, and I what's even content, worse what he does for the sport, but like that was a fucking weird take, dude. But even worse, like uh, uh, Aljamain Sterling, I think said something about it. And then he responded back to Aljamain and said, like, he said a really, really weird thing, which was like, don't you think that if a, a man, uh, people can only bring up something that happened to him eight years ago, that he has some signs of improvement? And I was like, what? What do you what you what do you mean? He's done. No, he's he's also like. Take let's take that out of the equation, right? Keeps getting his ass whooped in the UFC. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't understand. Exactly. I exactly. don't understand. His point was saying that he's like somehow making progress, but I was like, but in what way of, of not hitting people, like hitting a woman again? Yeah. Like sure. But did it take the guy out of it? Take Greg Hardy out of it. 
there's a guy who has been ge- given opportunities that he hasn't earned and has failed miserably yeah. at every turn. He's not good. We should be reacting this way. Yeah. Like because of the controversy, like right. some people think it's like just piling on. It's like, hold on. No, no, we're, we get to do this. We get to do this as fans right. of the sport, as, as people who are fucking, I don't know, human beings. Because there's so many ways to skew it as well. I mean, people, people were putting uh, his pay. Like the the open like how much he's getting paid for everything. And it was like this, yeah, no. When you got fi- the, these other fighters that are doing, you know what I mean? Like the fact that UFC is investing, like whatever his contract negotiation was to get there. I mean, like he just made a bunch of casts to get to get his ass whooped. And Spivak just took that money. <laughs> Last fight of his fight contract, ladies and gentlemen, get Greg Hardy somewhere else. If they if they re-sign him, there's seriously a fucking problem with the UFC. Yeah, yeah, they shouldn't. They definitely shouldn't. Nobody. I don't think anybody thinks no. that they should. And to be honest with you, uh, we haven't. We didn't get a chance to listen to the questions before we come on air. I'm sure someone's going to talk about Greg Hardy in in these questions. Yeah, in the in the voice questions. Spoiler Maybe alert, been really busy. Haven't got a chance to to listen to the voice questions pre pre so. We're going to listen live on air, baby. That's okay because we fly by the seat of our pants because you're here to laugh. Right, you're not yeah. here for our great takes. You're here for us to talk about how Sergey Spivak mounted Greg Hardy and just let him know who's boss. I mean, like, goodness, mm. just really, really imposed that will. Just re- like str- showed the strength, showed that polar bear strength. Just picked him up, threw him over. I mean, I couldn't believe it. I was like, man, he's really strong. And then like, then he threw Greg again. And I was like, okay. And then when he started climbing, like moving position, I was like, yeah, fucking Greg Hardy's done, dude. There's nothing you can fucking do. Um, done. So yeah, done. Dunzo. We're not talking about him anymore. We're not going to talk about him unless someone brings it up in the questions, which I'm sure someone will actually, right. some people do. Uh, I realized. Um, yeah, we definitely have a, a yeah, question about it. Which about I was Greg, great. About Greg Hardy. Um, we, don't, we don't know whether the voice questions are. Uh, yeah. So moving on, uh, Kevin Holland and, uh, Alex Cowboy Oliveira. This was a um, fucking great fight. Yeah. First of all, how about me watching this fight with my mother-in-law at the bar? Oh, cool. And, um, I was, I was trying to tell a story about the fighters and I was like, they, like they played the package and Alex Oliveira was talking. I was like, I was like, Hey, check this out. This guy has eight kids from eight different baby mamas and they all live on the same street and she goes well if he's providing for him good for him wow i was like let's go i was like he's not but okay yeah yeah, i hate to play yeah don't play the don't hate the player hate the game you know what i mean yeah, I hate yeah, I hate the street. I hate the yeah, the mayor. Hate the, who doesn't yeah, that. yeah, hate, hate the street that they all live on. Yeah, hate that or, street. Yeah. Hate the fucking head of the HOA or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They gotta pay. Who's <laughs> letting the fucking association? The fucking yeah. homeowner association. Homeowner association. Yeah. Yeah. Hate the landlord of the favela that's like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> Can I have more than nine kids on the same block? Oh my Listen, god! Listen, I don't think so. How about eight? 
All right, sounds good. I can't, dude. I can't imagine what that's like. I can't imagine what that's like. I can't imagine them letting that happen. Well, it happened. Like, <laughs> even if you're in a place where like the neighbors don't really talk much, you're bound to hear about it. Your neighbors, like, they're what do you mean? They're bound to hear. They're all neighbors. What do you? That's they're what I'm all saying. hearing about it. That's what I'm saying. Like, even if you're in a place where like the neighbors don't really talk, you're still gonna like find out. Like, like you, you hey, kind of know what's going on with your neighbors. Like, did you just fuck cowboy? Like, yeah, I just fucked him. And yeah. Marcy down the street just fucked him too. I'm pregnant. I'm also pregnant. Did you fuck anybody else? No. Yeah. Imagine Marcy's it was at the same too. time. Yeah. Well, it probably was. Bro. If they're all the same age, that would be hilarious. And they all wear the same cowboy hat. They're all they're all like half siblings, <laughs> and they like celebrate birthdays like around the same time. That's insane. He must be so happy. But anyways, he got his ass whooped. Um, yeah, he got his ass handed <laughs> to him by Kevin Holland. My and, favorite part of the fight was Kevin Holland with a thumbs up, not even defending yeah, the joke. Yeah, well, because I mean, it, was, it was kind uh, of a half ass naked joke anyway. He was because really it was in. it wasn't um. It was around his arm. Yeah. The 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 lock was only his like his arm mm, and his, okay. his head. Yeah. It wasn't actually around his neck at all. Because uh, I, I looked again because I was like, oh my God, he's like really just thumb thumbs upping a yeah. full rear naked choke. But then I, I looked at the the thumbs up that everyone keeps posting about. Yeah. Um it's a great and meme. It's, it yeah, it's through the arm. So um it wasn't even anything that would have been bad. But uh yeah, Kevin Holland did the work. Uh you know, I mean as much as, as all the problematic things he said and done and whatnot, the fact that he comes to fight, like, and, and is always like, I'll fight whoever I don't care. You know I mean? Like, don't get me wrong. That mentality can be annoying. Sometimes you're just like, that's kind of, that doesn't have any fire to it, but because of the fact that he's, you know, he fought five times in one year, it's like, you know, you can't really, you yeah. can't really be too, too critical of him. I mean, you can, you can be very critical of him if you wanted to, but I just mean, yeah. As far as his fighting goes, you know, he's pretty, pretty solid. Um, yeah, I like him better at 170. I, yeah. I like his chances better in this division. Yeah, so we'll see. He'll go, he'll cut off, like you said, he'll cut off a leg and go down to 145 if he has to. <laughs> uh, speaking of 145, am I right about this? Yeah. Yeah, yeah look at that. Uh, yeah, oh, great segue. Um, good segue. Great segue. I mean, not compared to last episode, but I have a literally titled Great Segues because of yeah. the great segue. Oh, here we go. Um, Okay, so uh, well, obviously, uh, we got we figured out what Edson Barbosa's kryptonite is, which is wrestlers. I mean, we knew that to be yeah, honest with you, but we I absolutely mean, absolutely knew that. But I mean, wrestling in like the sense of like uh, just overwhelming because Bryce Mitchell was even talking about it in the post fight with uh, he was talking to um, Laura Senko, um, and he was just saying like. Edson Barbosa wasn't scrambling a lot when he was on his back, like at yeah, all. He was, he was accepting the position. Yeah. So Bryce was like, when he was first down there, he was like, okay, well, I'm going to see if I can pass something. And then he noticed that uh, he, he could pass guard. And he was like, he's not moving. So I'll just accept that. And then in the second round, I did it again. And I thought he was going to scramble, but he didn't. And I was like, oh, well, he's never going to. Okay. Well, if he didn't do it then, he's not going to do it now. So I'm just going to keep that game plan down and just keep, in his face and be able to kind of um, posture up and, and throw those elbows uh, and everything that he was doing. And uh, you know, Edson is fresh, a fresh fighter. Like, uh, no, not a fresh fighter. I just mean like 
he just when he's out there, he's his leg kicks are fast. He just looks so menacing. And Bryce Mitchell really just just got in his face consistently. And his timing on his takedowns were really good. I mean, you can't yeah. you can't really argue against those those takedowns. I, I it may, he made he made Barbosa look slow at times during the second and third round. I was like, man, Bryce is. I, I was like, come on. I was like, come on, Barbosa. Sometimes because I could see that. Um, I was like, man, it's not. It doesn't look that fast, but but Bryce is just uh, on a whole nother lordly plane. Whole nother lordly plane, dude. Yeah, the Lord's with him. God, I fucking want him to lose so badly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, crazy, crazy nut, crazy weird guy. I mean, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta say that's you know very admirable for him to do the um the the purse, the fight purse, you know. Um, yeah, you know, but it's just like charity, right? It's just like, huh? I don't, um, I don't know what to think. I don't know. It's kind of one of those like full tilt concepts to me, like where if Bryce would have gotten on the microphone and started spouting all the craziness, I think I would have appreciated him more. I don't know why I not appreciate it. I guess in the sense of like entertainment value, sorry. That cause that goes away from um, judgment of character and stuff like that. Like obviously he's, you know, piece of shit in a lot of other different ways. But I just mean entertainment wise, like the the Jesus angle is great, but like it was so different than what it what he's been before. He's always talked about God, but this was like the only platform. Yeah. Before, you know, he's like, I love Arkansas, you know, cooking squirrels, all that's like, you know, like really redneck hillbilly, yeah. my sister's cat stuff. <laughs> yeah. You know, like just really all about that. And then, like I said, you know, peace up, eight down down, Jesus. But um uh it's just not it just i don't know there's something especially if the, if it the hawani interview made it that much more flat i guess yeah. I, because yeah like because you're just expect and like i said because not to say that everybody loves a you know this person's crazy like that's the hard part about the psyche of this whole thing is like this person obviously thinks these very strange conspiracy theories and all these strange things that are happening, but it's still entertaining to listen to. So when you see the tilt happen where he's like, it's only Jesus and that's all. And that's all I care about after doing the Ariel, Ariel Hawani thing. You're like, I was kind of hoping you'd say something crazy and not be so humbled about it. Um, so, all right. Well, thank you, Bryce for showing us that Edson Barbosa uh, was, I don't want to say easily beat, but I mean, pretty, it was pretty heavy handed on, on, on Bryce's side. Um, so yeah, I don't know. You have anything to add? about? No, Bryce? I don't. I don't. I think we should move on from this. Cause I'm tough. I don't want to give Bryce Mitchell any more fucking airtime. That's fair. Um, that is fair. All right. Let's move on to fucking, Rafael Dos Anjos Dude, and fucking Hanato This fight was fucking awesome. But I got to say, Toyoni, I think was the ref in this fight. It wasn't. No. Was it Mark Goddard? It was Goddard. But and That's right, because I remember being the doctor. Goddard ain't shit either. I don't know, man. He did some pretty good stuff. Well, okay. First of all. For, for not stopping it, sure. 
But I, I blame everyone in this in this situation. <laughs> yeah. I blame her because there was one point where like where RDA was. I, I'm telling you, dude. There was one point where RDA was like raining down hell balls, and I was like, okay, we can stop this fight here. We can we can make a case for stopping this fight, and no one's gonna cry about it. It's not gonna be early stoppage or whatever. Stop this fucking fight. Give Hanato the benefit of the doubt. Okay, sure. Bringing in the doctor, the doctor should have stopped that fight. And at that point, if we're bringing in the doctor and, and we're doing all this stuff, the fucking corner should stop the fight as well. The guy, like, stepping up on short notice because he's a badass and he's got fucking huge-ass balls and, like, you know, he had to earn money for his family. Great. Someone should have fucking stopped that fight. Yeah, also, we already know that everything came out as far as, like, uh, performance of the night. The fact that that didn't get a bonus is stupid. Oh, dude. Yeah, <laughs> don't fucking give it to Colby Covington and Masvidal who are making a shit ton of money. Yeah. No, that fight was way better, and and yeah. they, they need it more. I hope they fucking give them under-the-table money. Yeah, they have to, because, like, dude, that was so good. I mean, Rafael looked great. A little, a little... No, he looked great. And, like, Hanato fucking... Bro... Look, I mean, I'm curious as to what he was so pissed about at the end of the fight. I'm, I'm very, I could just like, I'm just curious, like what, what was going through his head, uh, to get the cut man to like tell his cut man to get the fuck away from me, like everyone to just back away. Oh, he's um, probably just like. I mean, I, like I said, himself. he's disappointed that he lost. Yeah, sure, but I don't know. Like, I, so I'm saying, I think like the concept that maybe because obviously because on the outside perspective to us, we think like. Oh, like the idea of stopping the fight or, blah, 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 you know, but, but we're always seeing like the other angles we have, we have like multiple angles. We have commentary, we have corner, we have ref, we have, we have the fighters, you know what I mean? Like we have all that and they just yeah. have themselves in that moment. So like, that's, I'm very curious to see like unbiasedly what was, what was really going through his head, which I have to assume. Yeah. was probably that he was upset that he lost, but dang dude. I mean, he was really putting it on RDA the entire time like as much as as much as he got beat he didn't yeah give up one hundred percent. he he was fighting the whole time and like i said in terms of like his ability like there's no quit him he he was an absolute dog in there and i was like dude i, I fucking love that i just think from a from a ref standpoint we could have stopped that fight from a corner standpoint we could have stopped the fight from a, a yeah. doctor side yeah all of it a, there's too yeah. many. There's too many places that it could have stopped, uh, you know, easily. Um, like in moments, there were moments. I'm not mm-hmm. like, and that's the hard part about sometimes a fight like that. Sometimes it's accumulation. But like I said, there were there were times where RDA was in a predominant position. Like Hanato was just like eating shots. Like, hey yeah, man, was, stop that fight. Yeah, it was pretty strange. I mean, the I mean, Mark Goddard saying that you have 30 seconds to you know, to prove something, like to do something, or I'm stopping this fight. And I was like. That's a weird one. Of all the, of weird. all the, of all of them, I think that one was like very strange because I was like, "How a ref has an ability to do that every time?" But I was like, "What a weird way to set that up," you know? Because it was like I said, the doctor saying like he can see out of the eye, he can do that. You know, that was all, you know, seemed of the course. But Mark saying you have thirty seconds to prove that I don't have to stop this fight. It was kind of weird. It was the only time yeah. I've ever been like, oh, okay. Um, that's a weird uh, ultimatum. Um, <clears throat> so, I mean, Mark didn't stop it. And, and you know, Rafael got a couple more hits in the face. But a lot of people felt like the last, the end of that round, um, Huff, I mean, the end of the, the five rounds, which 
five rounds weird um yeah. just to, like the physio I mean, thing like that was their that was their argument was that the physio rda fight was the main event the week before so that was the argument as to why they kept it five rounds yeah here's what i don't understand yeah it was a, it was the main event and then they moved it to this card because of the get a visa issue and then the whole thing <clears throat> physio was it when they announced the move, like was it meant to be five rounds at that time? Yeah. Like I, th- oh, okay. Still, okay. Yeah. yeah. I thought, I thought it was just, and if that's the, if that's the case, I don't mind that because I literally only found out about five rounds when it was Hanato when when they when, when, when they, they announced the replacement. I was like, uh, okay, sure, that's fine. Yeah, I, th- I think because of the circumstance, I think they moved it with the five rounds because everyone's like, oh, Fizzyup's gonna fight. Um, and they might as well they were it was a main event so they're like well if we're moving it we should give these guys you know some shine at least which yeah. now like who doesn't want to see that fight right like yeah. who doesn't want to see physio versus rda now like oh man it's, i'm i'm stoked for it now because like you know first of all Rafael looked um pretty good against hanato but like the idea of physio kind of walking down uh Rafael is kind of intriguing and exciting um so yeah. I'm, I'm interested to see how that, that one plays out. Um, so, yeah. Um, on to fight of the night. Ugh. Fuck this fight, dude. The... Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I, I don't, I don't really, I don't really care for the, I mean, I, I, it was, I it was pay-per-view worthy. I mean, yeah. Was yeah. It was kind of weird. And there was like, definitely, you know the backstory too much too much focus on that but as far as like you know they both have headline shows they both have star power whatever and you know that's fine and and the fight delivered like i didn't think it was like a lot of nothing or whatever but in terms of like there's something about it i will say that fucking care about either of them yeah like and not even like in like uh colby's fucking weak ass call out of dustin poirier like get out of here with that shit yeah like i don't know it's yeah, it yeah, all of it was really strange. And like by the third round, uh anything that Jorge landed or anything like that, everyone's like, Oh, it's dangerous. I was like, uh, it's not. Like it's he had no heat. I mean, the one the time he, he he did like buckle Kobe a little bit, like he went to his knee. I was like, Yeah, okay. But yeah, that was it. Nothing. Yeah. And and Colby kind of did the same thing to Jorge at one point. Yeah, like a couple times. Yeah. So that's what which was surprising the, to me. Like Colby striking, striking was yeah. much better, and I understand like a lot of his striking just comes from the threat of the takedown. Like people are worried about it, so like it opens things up more, and so like he just has pressure and pace, and that's kind of what. Made, but like he was landing more than I thought he would, and 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 like I said, he did drop Jorge at one point or or whatever that yeah. was. I don't think "dropped" is the right word, but he wobbled Jorge. Oh yeah, speaking of which, I mentioned it last night uh, on on Twitter. Um the the digital cage i i like it a lot actually it's really oh, cool do you really i didn't even notice it i remember Dude, it's about it's it. like at first i was like okay like you know digital sponsorship then you see, there's a cool part where like megan olivia is standing on the corner of it and then it has like a red octagon around her like just on her spot and it says megan olivia and then it has her uh her twitter handle on there too and then Ooh. uh and then nice. I, I think at another time uh, right before the fight started it showed colby and uh uh, Jorge on the outside and shed fight odds and betting line on the outside of it. And I was like, okay, all right, this is, actually, I was like, this is pretty sweet. Um, Wait a saw, minute. 
I'm a vegetarian. Oh yeah. Uh oh yeah. Uh <laughs> also, I was gonna mention this a while ago just because I'm such a like a uh tech nerd and also don't give a shit about MMA. Um are they, they're slowly it seems like they're slowly replacing cameramen on the sides of the octagon. Um it's really? like yeah if you start to notice there's like i think there's now it used to be like four or five i believe i think it might have been i'm not sure how many um but now i think it's like uh three and an arm uh or, uh, yeah like the jib I, yeah jib i'm pretty sure um i'm almost sure because i keep seeing it and i keep seeing it in other other of the cameraman shots um and it looks like they're they're yeah replacing it um so just just interesting to to see that digital cage and then see where but like i said that that megan olivia thing was really cool so i i I hope they get to get to bring that back for the next vegas show is the only thing i can imagine it being for i can't imagine maybe they'll bring it for you know the other uh, pay-per-views which a lot of people are complaining about the next ones uh the i mean the volkanovsky and uh korean zombie one is not bad doesn't look so bad okay i'm excited for that fight i feel like Volkanovski yeah. is gonna win, but but it's I can't count. War. I can't count Korean Zombie out. You can't. I cannot. Dude, Korean Korean Zombie's got that weird power. Yeah, they can come out of nowhere. He starts Moicano with it. Yeah, like when he had when he first made his return back to the UFC after being on three years of like military service, I think or whatever. Mm-hmm. He, he fought Dennis Bermudez. Dennis Bermudez kind of rushed down on him. Korean Zombie caught him with this glancing uppercut that just put him right out. And I was like, holy fuck, dude. Yeah. Like, he's got that power. So, anyway, but um, obviously you can tell our uh, excitement, non-excitement for the main event. Honestly, like, I just don't have an investment in these two fighters at all. Um, I just, I don't know. I don't really care for Jorge and I don't really care for Colby. Not even like, not even like uh, the things they've said or things they've done. I'm just don't care. I yeah. don't know why I, I, it's not it become uninteresting. Like Jorge used to be interesting and then he just became like, yeah, I don't know. And I thought his fucking post-fight interview was weak too. And I was like, Colby continuing the grudge was like, okay, we knew you're a piece of shit. Like it just kept going, like, yeah, fuck him. I just took her my yep. street trash. And like you could tell that there there was still like animosity there. Like <clears throat> they were trying to get Colby out. And, and Jorge was like, bro, when Jorge was like, uh, obviously I have to work more on my wrestling, or whatever. It was like, obviously. You lost because of it. <laughs> you literally like there's videos out there of like when they were roommates, them like wrestling around. Colby's just like manhandling him. Like he's light years ahead in wrestling, and like, or he's got you know great defensive wrestling for a guy from a striking background. He he works really hard at it, but like, you're never gonna make up that gap. Like, what did you think was gonna happen? Yeah, yeah. So it, it certainly didn't deserve fight of the night. Uh, I would have definitely either given it to the um, Dos Anjos fight or. Um, uh, fucking uh the marina, marina rodriguez rodriguez yeah probably yeah. would have given that one uh i mean hell even tim elliott to gear uh Ulenbekov. so yeah. i mean you know there's a, there's a lot of things that, but i don't know is yeah it, 
okay card. I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and and pretend like I really care too. I mean, like I said, the excitement kind of fizzled out for me. I literally the second that Greg Hardy got his ass fucking handed to him, I was like, eh, I don't really have to watch the rest of this card. Not really. Like it, the only only reason why I wanted to watch the card actually was to see what Bryce Mitchell would have said on the mic if he won. <laughs> yeah, no, for real, yeah. that was the only reason. I was like, that's got to be interesting, right? And then it wasn't. And then I was like, okay, well, I literally didn't have to watch any of this. Um, so, you know, we just really love MMA. Um, and with that segue, we are going to go ahead and take our break. Because uh, that was a wrap on UFC 272. Yeah. Um, and we will get to the forum right after this. And we are back. We sure are. Look at me that vocal fry, even though I'm in a show. Yeah, bro. Good thing no more performances. Don't you have one more? Yeah. Yeah, I meant meant none for this week. Uh, Like where where I finished this weekend. We literally did. Dude, I was was just thinking thinking about this, actually. So we had a Friday, a Saturday, and a Sunday matinee. Yeah. Next week, on Saturday, we have a 2 p.m. matinee and a 7 p.m. evening show on the same day. We're two shows in one day. And I, I was like, bro, I'm wrecked after these shows. I don't know how I'm going to do with the second one. Today we we did a we did the matinee and then we did our cast party and they decided to do it at this bar that has karaoke and they brought this, you know, and karaoke. You, I mean, I just down. fucking no, you know what I did? Um you've heard me sing this song at karaoke a few times. Uh Shoop by Salt and Pepper. Uh yeah, of course. It's, it's kind of my go-to. But doesn't um, have any real effect on your throat exactly but i but i was saying like everyone else was like just fucking going crazy and i was like i mean i guess if y'all are fucking doing it like i mean i was you know too i said like I, I as far as the song i sang that was fine but like i was singing along with everyone else's too yeah, like, i was like you know so i know you yeah exactly yeah i so, know you can't resist i don't know it, it's gonna be it's gonna be rough next week but today kind of showed that mm, it's okay Still got it. Still got it. Um, All right, let's uh, let's go ahead and dive into these voice questions. Yeah. So you can get to bed. One hundred percent. All right. Here's the first one from our boy T Cross. What's up, guys? It's your boy T Cross. Uh, no wonder why Moicano couldn't make one fifty five on two, on short notice with balls that big. Jesus Christ! <laughs> um, but I have two questions. Question one is: Do you think that fight should have been stopped by his corner? I understand he came back and, at least I thought, won the fifth round. But uh, his corner should have most certainly stopped that fight, in my opinion. What do you guys think? And question two. Um, am I just being like a little baby or is it like, is it getting really difficult to listen to these commentators uh, talk during these fights? I mean, all they do is talk shit about the guy that's losing um, or girl that's losing. You know, a couple of weeks ago it was Roxanne Modafferi. Th- that whole fight, they were just berating Moicano for getting his ass whooped instead of praising Dos Anjos for the performance he was putting on. It's getting really fucking hard to listen to these guys. Is it just me or do you guys agree? First of all, just to address that, 
I kind of feel like Bisping is at fault because he was the fucking he's the common link between those two co- ones you mentioned. Agreed. Like, and honestly, like I'm I'm glad I didn't really hear much. Like they they had the sound on for the pay per view last night, last night at the bar, so like I kind of heard some, but it was loud as fuck. Like I didn't hear much of it. So yeah, I, I will say I, I we yeah, you're not alone, uh, T Cross, on that. I, I totally agree. I think it's just starting to skew more negative. It just has yeah. this like weird negative connotation in general. It's not even like you said. It's it, it you know it, they seem to be talking shit, but it's it's really just them just not praising the other fighter for their 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 skill. Yeah. Um. I mean, like it was weird. I, I remember listening to Joe Rogan, and I can't remember what fight it was specifically, but but like he kept saying like, yeah, the guy's so good. He's so elusive. Like literally, while that fighter is getting pieced up on the feet just like kept getting pieced up and kept like joe was going on for like at least like 15 seconds and like that fighter got punched in the face like six times while joe was like yeah this guy's so fast he's so and he was just getting punched <laughs> in the face and i was like bro commentate joe, on what's happening in front of you dude yeah, joe rogan fucking sucks i mean there's no there's no defending him at this point like i mean there's, don't get there's me enough wrong, evidence I, like he's terrible at his job now you know i <laughs> I understand. I understand that you, you know, you're, you need to finish the thought, but at the same time, like it's happening right in front of you. Like the, what, like yeah, the, you, you can't be saying the, something contradictory like that. The quote unquote fact that you're currently saying is literally being turned to dust right in front of your eyes. You're watching the same screen exactly. that we're watching. So like change say, Oh wow. That's a, a great, you know, you guys interrupt each other all the time. They guys say, sorry, excuse me. Excuse me, John. Excuse me, uh, Michael. Like all that. They all, they all do it. So just do it then. Just be like, oh, wow. Like, honestly, if I was there commenting, I just kept saying, oh, wow. Every time. The second that he was like, he's so good. And, so, and the thing is, I would just be like, oh, wow. Look at that punch that he looked Yeah, But he just got punched in the fucking face. Huh, Joe? Yeah. Also, we're just going to lie now, Joe Rogan. Yeah. Just keep saying that like, over and over. To be honest, like. It's one thing to say attributes about them that were true before them, but sure. don't fucking do like try to think of like an example of like Bryce Mitchell, Edson Barboza, for example. Edson notoriously has pretty good takedown defense. He's hard to take down, hard to keep down. In this fight, he got taken down a lot and just like accepted the position. So it's better like Edson Barbosa, very good takedown defense. Like you just you yeah, can't say that. Yeah, like they're, they're not. Yeah, it's like it's like there's a button wired into them to kind of just say that. And, and you know, like I said, we, we were talking about it's just it's it's feels like it's starting to skew more negative. That's all. It just needs to be like yeah. uh, like on the fighter that's winning or on the fighter that's having a more turn of events. Um, they need to be um, yeah praised a little bit more. Like you said, you know, uh, they should have definitely been praising Dos Anjos um, for everything that he was doing. Uh, exactly. And and less about, you know, Hanato just and and leading back into your first question uh yeah a hundred percent we do i love that we're a bit on the same page as t-cross like two weeks in a row yeah um like i fucking mentioned the corner should stop it and i agree to me it's like the the hierarchy of blame is is this the the first line of defense is the ref but if the if he's not doing his job if if you need like the corner should be fucking in there dude they're they're right next behind him in terms of that hierarchy. And then, like I said, if the doctor, he, as far as I know, 
if if a doctor is super worried about brain trauma in, in a fight like that and no one's stopping it, I think in between rounds, a doctor can get in there and say, hey, you stupid motherfucker, I'm calling this fight off. Or Absolutely. Whatever. Yeah. The like, doctor will say, yes, but, but in this case, it. Goddard brought the doctor in, which I thought was good, by the way, to bring him in. But once him in, like two times. Twice, I, yeah, for, I it forgot was, it was twice. It was, two, it was the first right. time. And then, yeah. And then the second time he was like, you, you're, you're telling me that he could. The doctor said, yeah, he can see out of the eye. And then Mark Goddard goes, you're telling me that guy can see out of his eye? Hey, Mark, just stop the fight. <laughs> yeah, dude, if you're worried, like, at that point, like. I can't believe that he was just like, he was just like questioning the doctor. I was like, yeah, he's like, yeah, he can see out of his eye. You it's sure? almost like he wanted to go on. Like, it's almost like, uh, like, uh, yeah, he can kind of see. So he's good, right? Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, Yeah. So I don't know. I, like I said, I, you know, it's a tough, it's a tough position to be in no matter what. But uh, yeah, the corner. I don't know. The corner should have figured something out. They should have. They should have done it. We we've seen. We've and seen it, what it sucks too. Like one towel last year. Uh, didn't or was it this year? Corner throwing the towel or no? Uh, what's her name? Um, in between rounds, they threw it. They threw in the towel. Uh, Cynthia Calvillo. And, yeah, Calvillo. Yeah. yeah. Was that this year? Yeah. Uh, it's it's hard because the year's so young. Like yeah. it was recently. It yeah. could have been end of telling 2021, but I, yeah, I think so that was, I think it might have been early part of 2022. But to be honest with you, that's the only towel I've ever seen thrown in in the time that I've been watching the UFC. I can't think of any other time that of me watching the UFC, I've seen a towel thrown in. It's been a long time. Yeah. You know yours probably, but that's okay. No, that's, that's fine. And it's like there's this whole culture against it. Right. MMA, it's weird. Um, but I was gonna say the only thing in, in defense of like the corner is like, you know, you hear this often sometimes from, from certain fighters, they'll say, like, you don't know the relationship between the fighter and the corner. What if they like they could have an agreement of like, you know, like Anthony Smith has an yeah. agreement with his coaches where he's like, Don't you fucking stop this fight? Yeah. Like his corner took a lot of flack for the uh Glover to Sheriff fight, which to be honest with you. I think Jason Herzog deserves a fair amount of that. Like, like I said, to me, he's one of the best in the biz right now, and that's that's his only slip up in recent memory. Like he had a good record before that, and has had a good record since. But like, you know, that, that one was situation br- was that like, one was really brutal. Cool. But but honestly, like the regardless of Anthony Smith having that agreement, that same coach Mark Montoya is the motherfucker that let Thomas Gifford take a beating from Mike Davis. Like w- worse, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So. Maybe he's just a bad cornerman in terms of that aspect of like caring about your fighter's brain health. But like, right. yeah, like I said, to, to take Ross's point, like maybe they had an agreement. And I'm not saying like always in general, but like maybe a specific fight, like Hanato's like, okay, look, we're taking this fight on short notice. Uh, I'm gonna give it everything I have. Yep. Don't don't get me out of there. Like mm-hmm. I, I need to push or whatever. Like I, I I don't know. But but like I said, I even mentioned it before the question. They they could have stopped that fight. Yeah. Someone, someone, someone should have stopped this fight at some point. Yes, absolutely. So thank you, T Cross, and we're moving right along to our girl cakes. You know, it's funny. Let me play, let, let me play the question first. Actually, hey Juice, hey Leo, this is Cakes. I just want to know: Do you think Colby has pillow hands? <laughs> it's important that I get your opinion. Thank you very much. Bye. Uh, so definitely let us know who that yeah, was, was yeah, laughing, laughing in the background in the yeah um, <laughs> but also the title of this because you can title these messages colby cheese hands 
Not pillow because she's the yeah. question was she said does Chloe have pillow hands? She's cheese hands. And and you know and the I answer will... is no because he was fucking Jorge up. I, he I just don't think he has the pop in his hands as a striker, and he prioritizes volume. Like yeah, I will say I will say that it can seem like he has pillow hands only because of the fact that he's not like swarming not, finish with striking. Yeah, he's not swinging for the fences with these with these strikes so he's given like 50 60 percent each time because he's getting trying to get volume yeah i i will say that at, at watching i think in the third or fourth round he kind of put it on uh jorge a couple times and i was like why aren't these why aren't these punches knocking him out why aren't they why aren't they knocking him down even um so you know i, th- I think like you said it's it's about that that you know 60 percent uh but more volume of them uh, to kind of set up the takedown and to put it into wrestling. So he really, I, I wonder, I wonder what would happen if he did. Cause everyone keeps, you know, everyone keeps talking about his gas tank a bunch and it's like, well, there you, there's your answer. Your answer is that he's, his gas tank is going to be the best in the biz, but it's only because of the fact that he, he reserves everything for uh, his wrestling. That's it. I would say, yeah, it's not, it's not that he's like holding back necessarily, but he's really good at like energy management. Because- yes. Like wrestling takes a lot out of you as well, right? And he's he can wrestle like that for fucking yeah, however many rounds you know for however many rounds he needs to. Um, so no, I feel but, like I feel like I had to answer that question honestly, but like it's making me like defend Colby, and I did don't want to do that. Like, but also like you know, I mean, you know, I mean, do I want to sleep on his hands? No. <laughs> all right let's let's move on um do i want to spread his hands on a fucking flatbread no no because so, cheese hands. yeah oh, i got it yeah, yeah, i got, got it, it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay all right thank you cakes for the question the fucking title of this next one covington is and always will be a fucking asshole <laughs> All right, let's see what we got. Hey, Juice and Leo, it's Ty from the Front Kicks and Throat Cuddles podcast. I know it's been a while since I've been on, but I wanted to say this before I answer my question. (gasps) (laughs) Colby Covington, can't stand that punk. Anyways, on to my question. What is next for Jorge Masvidal? Now that he's got that big contract, not sure what to do with him next. Um, yeah. Let me know what you think. Love the show. And I'll catch you guys later. Peace. Can I be honest? Mm. I hope they book him against Conor McGregor. That's one way to ensure sure. Connor yeah, doesn't get a title shot. Yeah, that's and they might put a fucking fake ass belt on the line again. They might do like 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 the fucking money belt or whatever. Uh, you know? the, the most Irish motherfucker or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Bro. I was gonna tell you about this earlier. I we talked about this a little bit off off mic. Uh, I watched the fights at the bar. I mentioned earlier that my mother-in-law was there. She left 
I want to say like before the Bryce Mitchell fight or during or after sometime. Mm-hmm. She didn't say for the whole card. My uh, my friends were there, <laughs> and my one friend was like, they don't watch fights at all. And I was like, they just came to like drink and have fun and eat, and eat you know, whatever. And I, I they were going to leave. I, but I, but she was actually like asking questions, getting involved and, and like, you know, trying to find out more about it, which is always like, you know, it really sucks explaining fights in the middle of a fight, to be honest with you. And also just like, you sound dumb sometimes if they don't know MMA or whatever. Like, right. It sounds weird. Yeah. It sounds weird. It's like, there's a lot to explain. Just, just yeah. watch, just, just enjoy keep watching, just enjoy know. the violence and don't worry about me getting a rear naked choke on someone. Okay. And they're like, yeah. what? <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about me getting mount and getting top control. Yeah. Yeah. But, don't worry about Justin kiss shitting in the ring. Anyway, let's go. <laughs> oh, work that one in. Um, yeah, I had to. But as you say, um, she, she during the fucking main event, she was like, this is kind of sexual. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then at one point, this is what made me think of when you said the most Irish motherfucker. This is what reminded me. She was like, so is fighting like, is it international? And wow. I was like, uh, I was like, you mean as far as like it being like a global sport or like fans? I was like, no, it's like nation versus nation. I was like, oh, it's not like the Olympics. Like it doesn't have to be like, you know, people fight each other for the same nation. Like Colby's American and Jorge is Cuban American. Like they're both Americans, right? You know, mm-hmm. um, and and she goes, oh, because he looks Russian. And I was like, the guy with the American flag tattoo on his or whatever i think it's like the shape of usa but it's like red and blue or so whatever the fuck colby has on his back but, but, by the way I, t- I talked about that tattoo a couple of times you know a couple of fighters have that tattoo right i was just saying i think it's the american top team symbol. american top team that's what i thought yeah. i kind of figured i had to i had to figure it says that you got kicked out of the gym and you didn't fucking he should get that laser get it removed he should get yeah. MAGA back there Ooh. um I, i'm gonna start a gym called american bottom team <laughs> I just thought of that. I don't know Perfect. Why. I love it. I'm going to tweet that right now. You can keep your same tattoo. It's not going to blow up, uh, but let's keep going. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, but so I thought she said, Nicole, she was like, he looks Russian. I was like, you mean the guy with the, the white guy? Yeah. You she mean- goes, no, the one with the long hair. I was like, you thought Jorge was uh, Russian. It's the red. It's the red. <laughs> right. I was like, what? <laughs> but, but she was amazing. Um, like I said, she, she was like, this is kind of sexual. I just, I just, that sticks out of my mind, especially dude with the fucking screen cap that KGB posted. That was like, they were like making out. Yeah. Dipping. Yep. Yeah. Or it looked like they were. Yeah. They looked like they were definitely making out because there was a couple of clash heads, but maybe. Um, what's next? Yeah. Uh, Connor, whoever, it doesn't really matter. Nobody gives a shit. He just doesn't have like. Dude, Ben Askren thing happens, and then all of a sudden he's hanging out with The Rock? Like, what? I know. Like, you know what I mean? Like, don't get me wrong. Cool. Great knockout. It's going to live in infamy forever. But, like, okay. Now what? You know? Now, Ignacio Bajamundes. <laughs> you know, gets a roundhouse kick. You love kick, that guy, dude. Gets a roundhouse kick, then gets his second win again. I mean, you know, we got some other, other I mean, different weight class probably, but definitely with different weight class um yeah 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 i don't really care i don't 
And the fact that he just signed a contract that makes him more paid is like, how does it even work? I, I, you know what? I guess we should probably see what the gate is every time he fights. That's probably the more important thing as to what made the decision that that is. Because nothing else makes any sense. Like, not really. Like, him knocking out Ben Askren, and then, and then what? You know, like, if you really look at that, yeah. we got to think about... And even, even knocking out Ben Askren... You know, like, if you think about it, if you really think about the gate, specifically, like, him doing that, the next fight after that was Nate, right? Immediately after that, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was. And so you have Nate Diaz, that, I mean, who beat up Conor McGregor. Like, his name is attached to that gate. So everyone's like, oh, everyone wants to pay to see Hori Masvidal. It's like, well... Not yeah. really. Not exactly. I mean, he was he was hot at the time. That was like lightning in the ball. They capitalized on that. But it takes two to tango. Like Nate Diaz was a big part of that yeah. whole arena selling out and the fucking pay per view numbers that that did. So yeah. yeah, it was a perfect storm. I mean, the whole three piece in a soda was like coming out and all that stuff. Like all that stuff was happening around that. But time. I think like, also like to be fair, like Jorge has kind of shown if we look if we look at like Kamaru Usman's pay per view numbers, like Usman did not draw well with other opponents like colby twice and but both times with masvidal they did pretty good numbers so yeah I so think masvidal I think, is, is somewhat of a star and we'll have to see what um you know what kind of numbers this pay-per-view did but as of right now yeah i, I mean yeah i guess connor would probably be a good choice yeah because like literally to, to answer ty's question specifically about like, the new contract or whatever like you have to do something with him you have to put him in big fights but he's not like a player in the division anymore. Yeah. And you're not going to have like relevant fighters. Like he, he's got a, he's got a finite amount of fights in his career left. Absolutely. And I mean, he's, there he's aren't 30... like names in the, I mean, you could do a rematch with wonder boy that would do numbers. Yeah. Wonder boy coming off a loss. Like I didn't want it before when wonder boy is like, I felt like he could have maybe earned a title shot with the one off Gilbert Burns or whatever. But like now that he lost, you know, back to the drawing board, maybe they do a rematch yeah. with those guys. That's a good one. I think that's um, a good, Good rematch. Fucking I'm trying to think who else and bro. It'd be so funny if they try to build fucking Shavkat Rachmanov's name off him, dude. Imagine they fucking book. Oh, you know what rematch I want to see? I was thinking, I was thinking about this last night too after the fights because they fought when they were both in one fifty five, but they're now both at one seventy. Michael Chiesa versus yeah. Jorge Masvidal. Oh, that's like, good. Especially like I'm pretty sure Jorge beat him by submission. Uh-huh. Like but like my, uh, Michael Kiss's game is wrestling. Like you want to prove that you're you know working on your wrestling in your next fight. Face, face another wrestler, face Michael Kiesa. Or they might just fucking give him yeah. Sean Brady. But like I don't think they would do that. Like I said, that they, they wouldn't they wouldn't give him Shavkot or one of those fucking young up and comers. Not yet. Yeah, no, I, yeah, but I don't, I don't really care about Masvidal anymore. And I know he signed, yeah. he, he signed the contract, but hmm, not too too intrigued. Also, yeah. also doing the knee thing again this time was so cringe for me. I feel like he did it also, like yeah, he, he feigned yeah. doing it. He's, he's done it's it in Nate. a couple of fights since. Yeah, yeah. Where he's like, oh, I'm maybe I'll like, do it. Right, man. It's like, okay, dude. Yeah, we get, we get it. it. Yeah, we get it. You knocked up Ben Askren. Terrible trade that, that the UFC made. The worst trade. <laughs> anyway, it's the only trade they ever made. Yeah. 
All right. Last voice question here. Hey, Juice and Liam, it's your homie Rhino from the Combat Sports with Rhino podcast. So uh, for those of you who don't know, Juice is actually in a play right now. He's doing some awesome acting and performing, I am sure, which got me to thinking about like what UFC fighters could do something else in the realm of entertainment. So for me, I'm picking Derek Lewis, and I think he'd be a fantastic stand-up comedian. I think he's so funny. I think he's so smart, and he just has a stage presence about him that I would love to go you know, pay my money to buy a ticket watch him do stand-up so juicy leo who is one fighter on the ufc roster who could do a different form of entertainment what would it be and then um yeah basically i would love to hear who you guys would pick and then what form of entertainment that would be love you guys love the show can't wait to hear the answer talk to you later peace thank you Renner, for the question yes i have mine very easily here we go yuri prohaska fire eater but Ah! But he only eats it. He doesn't blow it out. <laughs> Bro, you have a could gift you, when it comes to like putting Yuri Proska in these situations. That could like, you imagine? Put... Everyone's like, "Is he gonna spit it out?" No, it's still. Amazing. And then and then he goes on Ariel's show, <laughs> and just, it was like, just, "I saw a video going... where you're eating fire." No, normally they. They spit it, it back. Well, why did you do that? He goes, I have to. He, 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 every time he does, yeah. he's just like, it is like, where? So you just eat the fire. That's kind of weird. And he's like, it's in here. A strength, strength in my core. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my coach just said, I got to, I, I got to make sure I have, still have the fire to compete. Yeah. So I just eat fire now. Yeah. So I eat fire all the it's time. It's good. It's good. Helps me cut weight. <laughs> Honestly, I'd pay so much money to watch him run in the forest. <laughs> right? I would pay, dude. Yuri Prohaska doing fucking American Ninja Warrior, but it's dude, like, duh. it's 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 like fucking, like they have like you know how sometimes they do it over water, like the water has piranhas in it, and fucking what's like, that? Um, Wipeout. No, no. What's that? That book about the the group of, of people that go to that island and then they're like oh uh we're hunting each other uh i fucking forgot the name of the damn book or what it was it's like a, a short story but anyway oh Europe, lord of the flies no no because lord of the flies is like them stranded on the island yeah this one is like a little bit more specific like they're actually hunt- like it's a I think a billionaire oh. owns the island or something like that and then oh, he's okay. like no you the most dangerous game we're gonna fucking hunt man um but Yuri Prohaska uh, is just hunting everyone, and that's the entertainment. Yeah, dude, like that fucking that like that movie that came out a little bit ago where Hillary Swank was the villain, and it was like it, I, I want to say it was called The Hunt or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like the woman from Glow was the protagonist, mm-hmm. uh, and oh yes, by Emma Roberts was one of the people that got killed off. They were like hunt; they had to hunt each other, and they were like this. Other, but they picked people like they showed the whole thing where they picked people that were like absolute shitheads, and that was like the the reason why they got picked. But like somehow the woman had like the same name as somebody, where she was mistakenly picked. Imagine like they fucking pick up Yuri. Like they're they meant to like there's some like fucking. Uh, Czechoslovakian guy that has like a sorted pass or whatever that, name, that yeah. same name, and they accidentally fucking pick up Yuri Prohaska, the UFC fighter. 
And he just kills them all. So fast. And you just see his fucking samurai dick just like everywhere he's going. Only eight of you? This should be easy. (laughs) (laughs) Like, oh. Have you guys seen me eat fire? Boom. Do you want to see me kick a tree? Boom. One of of the weapons they bring is a flamethrower and you just go, oh. (laughs) Give me that. Oh. What the hell? You think this is a weapon? This is fuel for me. <laughs> he picks up the flamethrower there and they're like, oh man, he's like, oh, don't worry, it's not for you. It's for me. <laughs> Just big cake stand of a flamethrower. Yuri Prohaska, guys, I we, we are so, I'm so excited. I cannot wait for the in, the for the uh embedded that week. I'm so excited to see Bro, where they catch him training. I he can't. Ha- guys, he has to kick a tree 500 times. Imagine, do understand imagine they do embedded and he's like, with base camp of Mount Everest. <laughs> it's just like, you, like, guys, you people, you have to go to work, right? Like, you have to go to work to put food on your table. Yuri Prohaska in his head has, has to, kick, to a, kick a tree, <laughs> tree 500 times. He simply has to. <laughs> uh, I, <laughs> I'm so excited. I fucking love him, dude. It's so great. Anyways, okay. Sorry. Anyway, Yuri Prohaska, Fire Eater. I would pay a lot of money to watch that and him kill people. Bro. Let's keep going. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I would, I would pay money to watch him kill people. <laughs> <laughs> Just fucking... Maybe not that morbid, but you know. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. What, what, what if the answer was like, like, oh, what juicy fighter could be in a different uh, avenue of entertainment? Like, oh, uh, I feel like he could be a contract killer. That's entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> Like, <laughs> it's in the same vein like fucking like fucking barry his yeah can his, you imagine his, if they read yeah. the show barry with yuri Prosca? he's like i don't want to kill people anymore i want yeah. to act rhino that's so true i'm so sorry <laughs> his, his line of business is only violence sorry <laughs> right sorry <laughs> I'm sorry, but what do you do when a guy has to kick uh, a tree 500 times? Yeah, what are you going to do? <laughs> he said that. Okay, sorry. Uh, there's a few that come to mind. Okay, please. And this is like a super, it feels kind of like a cop-out, but like Israel Adesanya could be like a dancer. Love it. But I was saying like he could also just be like a fucking... Like he, I feel like he could be a rapper as well. That like that's also a good one too. The, I with, do like that. They incorporates his dancing into his his fucking shows. Yeah. I also feel like Joanna Yonjacek. Okay. To go like <laughs> no to go with the um some same similar vein as Yuri could be a sword swallower. Oh, Bro, okay. can you imagine a circus show with UFC fighters? Yuri's eating the fire. Joanna's swallowing the sword. We got fucking uh, Tony Ferguson doing the tightrope. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Just doing weird fucking shit. We got uh, Hamza Chemaev wrestling a bear for no yeah. reason. Well, that's we got that fucking all right. Yeah. What a great UFC circus that would be. Yeah. Uh, so pretty much just them. We being somehow the bring back Tim Johnson to be the strong man just because he fucking has that bald head and handlebar mustache. Uh, oh, what the heck? Are, are you done? 
Uh, Chris Barnett yeah. could be a uh, break dancer. Okay. Boy, Huggy Bear. That's good. Um, I feel like he could also just be like a motivational speaker. Mm-hmm. Like I just fucking like literally Stipe and Alistair both said that they uh, brought him in for camps just for his vibes. Can you imagine? That's like, pretty cool. We just want we just want your positive energy. I mean, obviously they great. sparred and trained together, and like he wasn't just like chilling, but they were like, "You're a good guy." It, it makes me feel good when you're around. Yeah, you give me energy. Yeah, fucking spirit bomb Goku shit, guys. Bro, I just thought of another one for Chris Barnett. This is so dumb. But do you remember or not remember? Have you ever seen or heard about that movie with Kevin Hart where he's like a professional best man yes. at weddings? That's a fucking job for Chris Barnett, dude. That's like, oh, good. I'm getting married. I don't have a lot of friends. Could you come be my best man? And he just, he's just he's just a best man at weddings. Hmm. Wow. That's a movie waiting to be made. That's just. a movie waiting to happen. Uh, that's so good. Huh. Um, All right. John Jones could be a wedding singer. Stupid. John Jones can kind of sing. Like I've heard him. He's posted a few videos of him singing before, and I'm like, not bad, John Jones. Not bad. Weird, but not bad. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh, all right. Right now, we have to appreciate you for always sending in yes. these great questions that are Dude. off the wall. They give us, they give us honestly the fuel for our funny. Right, exactly. He's it up so perfectly, dude. You tee it up for us so perfectly because the way that our minds work, we've talked about it before that we look at it logistically and like how it could actually happen. And then we're like trying to figure it out. So that's what makes it so. So just a laugh riot for us. The idea of Yuri Prohaska getting a flamethrower and and using it to eat the fire from it is something you guys are probably never going to forget or probably will by next week. Right. Anyways, Rhino, thank you so much for the question. Yeah, you guys uh, should go check out Combat Sports with Rhino. Um, and I have to give him a shout out because he like does great recaps of the fights too. So when I miss it, I'm like, I need to I need to listen to his show to kind of get it because sometimes I just don't want to re- like watch the fights I missed. Um, but I always like love his his recaps of them. So absolutely, really, definitely appreciate. It. Like that was a part of my prep for this episode. I was like, let me listen to Rhino's. Uh, <laughs> picks not picks his uh recap right before i before we record so we got another question a voice question what we did i didn't refresh oh good friend of the show good friend of the show dave yeah hold on let's hear what he has to say i'm so glad you noticed that because literally like i was on it and it doesn't refresh so we're just gonna play this now dave Five 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 minutes ago came through. Hey guys, Dave L here. And I know the main event was Colby Chaos Covington's dominant win over Jorge Gamebred Mosfidal, but I want to talk about Bryce Inbred Mitchell's dominant win over Edson Barbosa. My question to you is Hey, is Bryce Mitchell's sister's pussy the best? Base for MMA. <laughs> so, I'm gonna be greedy. On a more serious note, what are your thoughts on deducting points via replay in between rounds? We had some glove grabs, eye pokes that oh, yeah. really affected the uh, nature of a couple fights this evening or last evening. And uh, I want to know what you guys think. 
Thanks. Love the show. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> Hold on. Okay. Who who are the five best question givers of all time? Dave, 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 and take the first part because the first part was so fucking funny and then he had like an amazing like insightful question that was his i was like wait a minute you just knocked us on our asses with that fucking <laughs> pussy bit <laughs> okay and, and it works so well into our our sensibility because is bryce mitchell's sister's pussy a good bass best, <laughs> best bass for i mean seems it <laughs> you didn't have people fucking lining up dude like come on i gotta fight going it's important let me just chase a little bit oh my god dude. okay deducting the points via replay replay okay now i will say tim elliott was fighting so dirty dude okay as much <laughs> as that fight was that he was fighting re damn ridiculously dirty he was holding the glove i heard about it it was (laughs) so intense um can i say glove grabbing legalize it i don't give a fuck that's kind of fair i don't really quite yeah doesn't seem to it's just like holding i don't know yeah Hmm. like figure it out yeah exactly yeah figure it out ufc uh figure it out um like short short grabbing as well like i mean no, don't pull the dick out, but yeah, don't, really do that. don't, don't grab the cup, but yeah, short, but, yeah, yeah, go ahead and pull the shorts down, let the cup fall. Um, but, um, no, to be honest with you, to answer Dave's question specifically, like I thought about this a little bit, and I honestly, like, first of all, the ref does does a fair amount of stuff between rounds, so it wouldn't work anyway. You would have to have a second ref who only does that, which begs the question let's not do it between rounds. Let's do it live. Have a, always have every fight should have two refs, one in the cage, one on this on the side w- watching a monitor who's picking up on the other stuff that he can't see. And the uh, they should have communication where you say, "Hey, that got like um, an earpiece or something." We're gonna be like, "Hey, man, uh, he just fucking poked him in the eye and you didn't see it or something like uh, that you know what i mean well, that like, that actually is exactly what happened uh uh last la- last night with the colby fight because i think it was an eye poke and then herb on the the eye poke was in the first round uh masvidal was like come on hey where's the eye poke herb was like keep going and then i'm almost positive i think um that it came before the third round uh that he was like hey it was an eye poke and i was like wait what is happening like what why are we yeah but not not, no points taken away just saying like that was an eye poke watch it i remember saying like this is a hard warning hey what's the difference between a hard warning and a soft warning in mma spoiler alert there isn't one because you're just gonna fucking give him willy-nilly like you're not taking points like don't say this is a hard warning yeah you already have gave him a warning in the back like what what was there was there another part to this question I just think he said like point. De- we said point deductions in between replay. rounds from a monitor with replay, which like I said, which like I said, I think it should be 
like happening live with a with a second ref. And yeah, yeah I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm a fan of point deductions in general, but yeah, earpiece an earpiece is a good idea. I do like that idea that the yeah. that the ref is is there with the earpiece saying, "Hey, like you you saw that like." You know, because as a ref, you have to be in the action, but you're going to miss some things and the cameras are going to pick up on things that maybe you don't see. And so that's going to be something that would be beneficial. Yeah, I I, yeah, that's a good that's a good um, good point. And also, yeah, thank you, Dave, for. Yeah, thank you for very. The way you reacted to that was so funny, like the people that aren't watching on video, like the non patrons and stuff. like it should go find the timestamp and look at the fucking way you reacted to this question. Like you went all the way back in your chair so and mad. just covered up your fucking chair like this. I'm I was so like, mad. I'm so mad about it. Cause the way he said it, like he's so like, like maybe could it be? <laughs> well, can I say the other, the other fucking funny part too, was like the way he paused after he was saying Colby, he was saying like Colby Covington, like possessive. It was like apostrophe S or whatever. Yeah. But the way he paused, I thought he was calling him Colby Covington's, like, oh, the great fight between Jorge Masvidal and Colby Covington's. Like, yeah, that guy. Would have been amazing, like, fucking subtle dig at him. Like, not even, um, like, getting his name wrong. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, Colby Covington's. <laughs> I, yeah, I just, I, yeah, I thoroughly appreciate the. <laughs> Rice Mitchell's sister's pussy is the best base for MMA, dude. <laughs> I mean, oh, now we got to do some research. So we'll let you know. Uh, so that's it, I think, for voice questions. Thank you, Dave, for sending that in last minute. Yes, thank you so much, Dave. Especially thank you for sending it last minute and not being like, is it too late to send one? Just send it. Just send yeah, it. Send yeah. It. Uh, all right, so let's go to the... Uh, you have anything anywhere else? Voice message? No, no, no. Twitter? Yeah, just, just, the, just the anchor ones, which we already just did. And fucking... Twitter. Twitters. <laughs> okay. First one is from Philly, Philly and May dude. Coastal split decision podcast. He says what to do with Masvidal. Apparently Dana just paid him a ton of money for a new contract that supposedly makes him one of the highest paid fighters. Only problem is dude can't beat anyone in the top 10. Who do you match him with? Did the UFC screw up making a new contract? Did they, mm. did they screw up making a new contract? A hundred percent. They screwed up making a new contract. Uh, especially because <clears throat> what was the what was the last fight Masvidal won? Was it was it against? Oh, I think it might have been Nate Diaz. Yeah, Nate. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Let me so... fucking pull up his record. Check the check the tape, bud. Check the t- yeah. Check the pussy, bud. <laughs> check the pussy. Check um, missile, pussy, bud. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I, I think it's a mistake to do that either way. Also, like. Yep, that was his last win. 2019. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's a what a big, bitch. Yeah, that's a pretty big mistake. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. That's <laughs> that's a that's a big yeah. blunder on their part. And I don't know. I mean, he's clearly one of the the top stars in the UFC and he is a draw for them. So people like that do need to get paid. Like, I'm kind of weird about it. Just, it's just the timing of it. Like. You're right. Like the guy can't beat anyone inside the top ten. Although, as far as like what's next for him, one thing we didn't say. Like I mentioned the Connor fight, just to be like, you know, they're both fucking two people who they call each other out before to the tuggle shit, and they both can't win a fucking fight, and only are like here for money fight. So like, why not do that fight? But also like, 
maybe the winner, maybe the loser of Hamza Chamaya versus Gilbert Burns. Yeah, that's that's probably yeah, that's probably a good one as well. I mean, I think um, yeah, we'll see. I mean, when is the that's that's coming in May? Yeah, the Gilbert Burns hunts up Shemayev. It might be April. Oh, it might be April. Oh, it's right. I think it's the next pay per view. Um, it's in Florida. Yes. Um, um, yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know. It's a weird contract, and I'm sure like there are stipulations of his like of the contract as well. Like as far as like who he, who he can fight in the top 10, like it feels like too yeah. big of a thing. So he's like, I only want these names or this, you know? So yeah. Big mistake. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. All right. So the next question is from our girl, Sandy pants at Sandy pants, MMA. I got to give a big shout out to Sandy. Uh, she's, been just a, such a great supporter of the podcast uh, Absolutely. For, for all these years. And I mean, I, really she, one of my favorite people online. Has she been listening to you since uh, before? Like, I mean, she, she, she definitely became like way more into it with, with friendly sparring as far as like being our, our, our supporter, but like she listened back in the FWM days as well, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Like I said, we've just been even, and here's what I'm going to say. Like she was one of the first people I connected with before FWM. Like when I just had the other account, my personal account, like she's oh, yeah. one of the only MMA people, which I, I, I wasn't really in MMA Twitter, but um, I found Sandy somehow. Yeah. I mean, so. uh, Sandy gave us a, just a, a very huge, huge compliment saying like the, the podcast that make her laugh. And she had, you know, like, yeah, uh, Tiger Belly and all those other like amazing, all podcasts. these other amazing, like, you know, yeah, Mark dude, Norman's always, podcast, all these so other, humbling. And then us. And I was like, geez, man, like that's, that's, you know, that makes us feel really good. And like, you know, we, we thoroughly appreciate that because um, I, I appreciate it a lot. I mean, I think juice has been doing this for such a long time um, and like really, really about the MMA aspect of it. And like to be able to kind of let, let loose and, and have fun and, and, and that people are enjoying like our, our genuine friendship of trying to make each other laugh and enjoying each other's like is, is so heartwarming to be honest with you. Um, it means a lot more than, than, you know, and like I said, to be involved with those, um, those names that she mentioned, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's really cool. I mean, like I said, I never would have thought that this would have been a situation I'm ever in and I'm happy that you called me on board because now, you know, someone thinks we're pretty dang funny. And her question is, anywho, yes. Which one of Greg Hardy's multiple embarrassing losses is your favorite? I, I, I mean, tie. it doesn't get sweeter than the tie to Boston. The tie. But it, like, honestly, with him, it's just so anytime, like, like the marching Tibura one was not that satisfying. Normally. Like, sure. He had Tibura rocked a bit and then Tibura just kind of muscled his way to like getting a takedown and getting some ground and pound smothering him. Yeah, and absolutely. it was a TKO versus like a clean KO. And I was like, it still felt good. I was just still like, fuck yeah, this guy's losing. Like ties. Yeah. Ty one belongs in the Smithsonian. Ty is a mixture of anytime you watch, like just watch any like pre-fight buildup of anything and like of Greg talking about his skill or this and that. I mean, even just last time he's like, I have to do it in spectacular fashion. I have to do it. I have to be the bet. And then literally just gets mauled out there by uh Spivak. Yeah. But I mean like the same thing with Ty. It's just like, well, you know, we're both going to slang and bang. And then, you know, and then Ty, 
first of all, the fact that the shoey had started just becoming popular, and then like he was just like, fucking give me that fight. And he did it off of that fight, dude. Knocked him out, did the dance, mm. jumped up on the thing, did the stone cold, like fucking got the beer thrown and the shoe at him, fucking did it, jumped down, and then said, like, I don't know what he was thinking, but he's got he's got to fight with someone else because it's not me, bro. And I was like, Yeah, dude, yeah, you just and like, like you wanted a bang, but pick another bloke, or I'm not yeah. that bloke, something like that. Yeah, oh. so good. Yeah, Fucking so t- ties is it. it. It just, it just, it's so good. Yeah, because he injury. he rubbed the salt in the wound. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, yeah, or or the fact one- it seems like Ty was like, I'll fight him again. Like, or the one that makes him seem really weak, which is uh the inhaler one. Oh yeah, dude. I mean, he he technically won. I might have got overturned or something, but like, that's fine. I yeah. just mean. That just one was the, so bad. The idea like a that fucking that, idiot, yeah. dude. The idea that everyone's like, "Can I do it?" And they're like, "Yeah, sure." I was like, "What? Well, you can't use this." That fight is also <laughs> part of the reason why I don't listen to Chill Sun anymore. Ah, it's sad, nice. dude. It's sad it's too sad. because like he he fucking after that fight, like I talk about this with T Cross sometimes. Like, is like Chill Sun is like one of the be- one of the better like minds at MMA, and he has a lot of great things to say a lot of the time. But bro, after that fucking Greg Hardy fight, he compared him to Machida. He was like, he was moving his hips like Machida. I was like, motherfucker, this plodding ass piece of shit was using an inhaler to because he couldn't fucking go to the, like what? Yeah, but but as far as the actual lot, like losses, Ty Ty's got it. Yeah, dude, I can watch the over and again. I don't, like they rank for me here. They rank in terms of of his losses for me. Ty is like far and away the best, and then a distant second would be this one, because that like the Sergey Spivak, because that was still pretty like. Greg Hardy didn't do much. Like Spivak was fucking whatever had his way, yeah. And then the Marching Tabura, and then the and then the Volkov one, because the Volkov one, I was disappointed in Volkov as well. I was like, bitch, you should have finished this dude. But that's okay, and like. Greg Hardy actually got like some sort of moral victory kind of from like stepping in, going to Moscow, whatever. Right. It Ugh. is what it is. But thank you, Sandy, for the question. So dumb. We do appreciate it. Oh, and I guess he fucking lost by DQ in his debut from that illegal knee to fucking Alan Crowder. <laughs> Can you imagine like so many blunders being huh? carried away on a stretcher and you're the winner? <laughs> like Alan Crowder got the win in that. He was like fucking so many weird, out. weird blunders. He's so terrible. And this is why, like, again, this is why, like, Will Harris had that, like, he's just dying on a weird ass hill. Like, bro, what? Yeah. Hmm. Anyway. Okay. So big shout out to Sandy Pants. And uh, this next question is from uh, Mixed to Doo. He says, Is there a late night show where I can ask whatever the hell I want? I mean, well, we'll tell you something. Friendly sparring is not for kids. It's not, yeah, no, it's definitely not. Yeah, and I, and I said it. I responded to the way I was like, it's always past ten thirty for for the sparring. And, and said, then he, responded. I'll send in a question so you don't have the worst day ever. And I'm like, well, thank you for for well, not trying to, yeah, trying to ruin our day or you know, or having it be the worst day at our job. I'm not trying to ruin anyone's day, dude. <laughs> fucking show is so funny. that's one of dude that one is one of my favorite sketches they um uh uh tim robbins and zach kanan are doing a hbo max approved them for a pilot they're gonna they're gonna do a show um like a scripted 
a scripted. Yeah, I imagine it'll be uh, some improv, but like, well, I mean, I don't know. We'll see because because uh, obviously Detroitish was 100 scripted. So um, yeah, like uh, that's what but, I meant. Like something like like that. Like that's like more episodic and not sketch. That's what I right. mean. Yeah, uh, yeah. So HBO Max gave it. It's called a uh, Computer School. So uh, definitely, we'll be auditioning okay. for that. Uh, I'm gonna tell my agent. You better put me on that fucking show because I'm so curious. Yeah, tell your agent right now. Yeah, I'm gonna tell him. I'm gonna tell my agent. Tables. Yeah, guys, what I say? I so stupid. I fucking, I quote <laughs> that show way too much. Anyways, if you don't know what we're talking about, I think you should leave on Netflix. Please go watch it. Please support Tim Robinson. Please support weird, wacky humor. If you think we're funny, yeah. this guy's 18 million times more hilarious than us, and we don't even know how it's possible. But yeah, and here's the thing: like, you have to watch. I think you should leave because. It's one of those shows that you can't really explain. Like I hate trying to explain the show and yep. say like, is you get it or you or you don't. You Just watch don't, the yeah. show, and if you don't get it, you're not cool. Yeah, All right. and, which is fine. Like it's a sketch show, so like not every sketch show, not every sketch is gonna hit. Like there's gonna be some misses. Right. This one for me, they're pretty much all bangers. There's one. There's one or two where I'm like, mm, yeah, not, favorite, not so much. But like, but but for the most part, it's just fucking bigger. Yeah, they, like yeah. even if you don't like every, like a few sketches, that doesn't mean you're not gonna like any of the other ones. Like just, absolutely, so it's quick. The, it's like 20 minute episodes. You just keep going. Yeah, and they're the, so fucking relevant. It's the only show I've ever watched that has made me cry laughing in like the in like <laughs> a long time. Like. Yeah. I, I can't think of a, like, I think when I was a kid, the last time I cried laughing at like something on TV. Yeah. Um, it's, I, 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 this, when the second season came out, I was crying from the moment that the first episode started all the way to the, the last episode. I could not stop laughing. It, the, the, the sketches that made me cry laughing Ghost House. Yeah. That we, that we just quoted yeah. fucking uh, Friday night, the, the funeral. Yeah, funeral. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, fucking, Focus group. Um, uh, the one that didn't make me laugh but makes me laugh a lot now. When I when I first saw it is the uh, is the Bob Odenkirk in, in the second season. Oh the, yeah, the I have I every tri- kind of triples classic of the Nova. Triple it. Yeah. <laughs> I, at first I was like, this isn't funny. I watch it and I think it's one of the funniest sketches. Uh, that one's was, one that ages better because sometimes uh, yeah. you just he's sitting there and, and like I, like Tim Robbins is like. Okay. Yeah. 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 Oh, uh, they're all so good, and they all have. But but the one that the one that made me dying laugh, laugh like the second it started is the is the Carl Havoc Carmine Lagosio. Yeah. I, the second it starts, I knew where they were going, and and where they went, I I was laughing every single second. And like I said, it it's actually gotten a little less for me, but the first time I saw it, I, I was like, this is the most hilarious thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Ladies and gentlemen, please watch that show. I don't know how else to say it. Please yeah. watch that show and please watch that show. Cause it's amazing. And check out all of the shows yeah. that they've done before. Yeah. Please watch that show and watch that show. Yeah. But also watch it. Yeah. But also watch it. Uh, but also too. Yeah. Shout out. Easy. Yeah. Shout out. Easy. <laughs> Um, this next one is not necessarily a question, but I fucking love it. Uh, it's from our girl KGB at KGB <laughs> LMFAO. She said, remember when they said Marina should fight JJ LMFAO? <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I think they, I mean, there may have been some people on Twitter that were like clamoring for it, but I think they, in this case, is just Marina. She was like wanting that fight. Because like I remember her being like passion, pa- like fired up after her last fight being like, why is why is Joanna and Jacek still ranked? Like I want to fight her or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like what the fuck? 
I, I want to see that fight. Yeah, I think a lot of people I think to her point, fight. like the way she fought against Yan Shana, I mean, JJ would probably murk her. Uh huh. But would watch. Yeah. Would watch. 100%. Um, I think we have one more question. We do. Which is from the Unmatched MMA Podcast. From the Unmatched MMA Podcast. Bro, shout out to to Chris, the homie at Unmatched MMA. I just listened to his most recent episode. talking about going through like some surgery or whatever. And I was like, got to fucking send my blessings to you. Um, but he's, he's doing well now. He's doing well now. I just wanted to like Good. put that out there because he, 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 the way he was talking, I always like, listen to his, his podcast. He very much reminds me, like in certain snippets, he reminds me of uh, FWM days, like the way I would attack certain things. Or like, like, I'd be like, well, I see a lot of people saying this, but when in reality, those yeah. people are wrong because XYZ. Like, I used to do that all the time, dude. Good stuff. He said, What do you want to see next for RDA? I want to see the Islam t- fight, dude. I mean, yeah, uh, the, well, I still uh, want to see the Islam Darius fight, which is, uh, oh, the Fiziev. Yeah, I kind of want to see the Fiziev too. Although, here's the thing RDA is trying to make another title run, and he's coming back. He came back strong at 155 with that short notice against Paul Felder. He fucking uh, was going to fight another, uh, like a young up and comer in Fiziev, ended up finding a different young up and comer in Hanato Moicano. Like, Give my man a fucking ranked guy. Give him a like uh, a higher ranked guy. Give him Gillespie. Mm. That would be an interesting fight. Is what's RDA ranked? Is he ranked? I think he is. What is he? What is that motherfucker? Because he's great. I mean, like you know, good man, good person. Are you looking it up? Yeah. Yeah, who's faster? Probably you. Rafael Lasanias. Oh, I'm looking at topologies. If they would have, fucking... uh, he's sixth. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Fuck, who's ahead of him? Michael Chandler. Yeah, give him Michael Chandler. <laughs> yeah, give him Michael Chandler. <laughs> Bro, uh, have, I, I have, heard they're doing Tony Ferguson versus Michael Chandler, actually. Have uh, Rafael and Benil fought yet? No, they used to train together. They, they used to be training partners at King's MMA. I, I think Rafael moved down to Brazil now, and so they're not training together, but um, they used to be both at King's MMA. Because, like, oh in in when, when when RDA went on Ariel's show recently in his interview, he was, he was saying, you know, with my good friend Benny Dariush, Mm-hmm. The way RDA talks is so funny, man. Sometimes he's like, "My good friend Benny." Right. Um. Yeah. So yeah, Michael Chandler or Benil. Let's see it. Yeah, I think Benil's fighting Islam. To be honest with you, I want to see RDA versus Islam. Okay, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah a lot of a lot of exciting matchups for for him. I mean, like I said, a little. He, he even said he had a little bit of rest last night. And I was like, okay, like, you know, there's times I felt like he really could have, like, had the killer instinct to, to finish Hoinato um, yeah. and didn't. So, well, know, also, Hoinato was a tough motherfucker, and that right. fight should have been stopped. Like, that's true. He, it wasn't for lack of trying. Yeah. He wasn't, true. like, being conservative, I feel. In the fifth round, he kind of was. True shit. Except, except uh, at least in the, in the first, like, two minutes, and then and then Hoinato hit him with, like, yeah. two, two punches in the face, and he was like, oh, wait, no. <laughs> was it also going to have been, like, 
maybe he's like, okay, this this guy's not fucking going away. Let me just conserve some energy here. Right. Make sure I make it to the bell. Yeah. Um, and that okay. concludes the forum. Fire forum. Yeah. What a, what a great questions this week. Fucking yeah. everyone brought it. Thank you guys so much for, for yeah. all the questions you guys have. And now we're going to move on to our picks for uh, next week's UFC event or slightly early card again. Yep. As most of them are starting to be now. Like it, they don't, any, any of the ones that take place at the apex are like, yeah, we're just going to do it at four o'clock. Fuck it. Main card. Right. Um, so let's see what we got. Next week is. Are you on topology, by the way? I am not, but I can get on topology. Uh, Santos versus Ankalaev. That's the main event. Uh huh. It's definitely the main event. I have the first one in the main card is Bruno Silva versus Alex Pereira. That's correct. Um, who do you got in that fight? I'm gonna go with Pereira. Me too. I think he's gonna fucking brutally finish him like the way he did the other guy. I mean, maybe. The other guy, Bruno Silva is 22 and 6, dude. Yeah. Maybe not. But I got Pereira. I have the faith in the Pereira. I have all the faith in the Pereiras. So, uh, is this right? Drew Dober versus Terrence McKinney? Yes. Are yes. we live? We are live. That did happen. Is Terrence McKinney stepping in for somebody? or like? Yes, yeah. That's fucking crazy pants, dude. I love yeah. dude. I love and it. Terrence is great, and like, but Drew's pretty oh, good. He's pretty fucking good. So, this is an interesting test for Terrence McKinney. I think he. I think he's gonna pass. I'm gonna you put my so? faith in him. I think I, I'm gonna put. All right, me too. Also, then. we just talked about. We just talked about. I think you should leave, and he loves it. So I yeah, dude, I'm, just, I I'm literally not. thinking that you can't. We can't not. Okay, so that's that. Uh, I don't even think I have to ask you about the next one, but uh, Khalil Roundtree versus Carl Robertson. Ooh, this is tough. First of all, Khalil Roundtree. <laughs> first, well, of all, yeah. Khalil Roundtree. first of all, Khalil first of all, Carl Robertson's a Jersey guy, and that's tough for me. Um, but, but also, Roundtree. he he normally is a middleweight going up to two hundred five. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I know he fought Glover. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe he isn't. Well, he didn't. He also fight fucking Marvin Vittori. Maybe he just goes back and forth between divisions, and I'm crazy. Maybe. Uh, with that being yeah, said, I gotta go with Khalil. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sorry, like, dude, he's just, he's my guy. Like, ever since, like, some things were deep. Like, I always try to support the Jersey guys, especially like ones like like he's literally in my area too. Like, a lot of the Jersey guys are like not that close. Like, he's from Long Branch, which is like 15 minutes away from me. Wow, so, you know, twenty minutes away. So, like, it, yeah. It, so you got to represent by, represent, by Khalil around. I'm gonna represent Khalil, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> dude. But like, Khalil's my guy. He's well, Vegas is kind of my hometown. That's where Khalil is yeah. based out of right now. So that's exactly. also like, you know, got him. Um. Got also, him. how's about both the, the both guys with that last name seem to be missing one letter? Right, <laughs> Roberson instead of Robertson, yeah, and Roundtree round tree instead of Roundtree. Pissed off. Pissed off about Pissed it. Off. Double knock. Double KO. <laughs> Double KO, please. Thank you. Can someone buy these guys a consonant? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those are free. What? Yeah, well, put them in their names. It doesn't make any sense. Roberson. Anyway, God. 
It puts the emphasis on the weird syllable. It does. Roberson. Roberson. Because Ra. Yeah. Robertson. Yeah. Robert. But, but you have to put Robert. Wait, Ro. Yeah. Drew Doberson. Can you imagine that? <laughs> yeah. Weird. Uh, next fight I have is Alex Caceres versus Sadiq, Sadiq Yusuf. Yusuf. Uh, Sadiq has a good chance of winning this, but I still got to go with Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee, right? Yeah. Oh, we might fucking have the same exact picks. I don't Um, know. This one where we might be divided Marlon Marais versus Yadong, Song Yadong. I'm going with Yadong. I am too. Yes. Even though Marlon looks exactly like One Punch Man. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) God, what a great anime. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going with Yudong. I think he yeah. can get it done. I really do. Um, Marais, I mean, looks good when he looks good and looks bad, but he looks bad. So, yes. so he's a he's a guy that wins in spectacular fashion and uh, loses, loses in spectacular yeah. fashion. Yeah. So, I think Yudong, I think Song Yudong's chin is going to last against Marlon Marais. I don't think he's going to have anything to offer. Yeah, I got Yudong. Now. Magomed Ankalaev versus, versus Thiago Maheta Santos. Everyone I got on my Twitter loves Thiago, but I'm going with Ankalaev. I got I think Ankalaev. he's gonna fuck him up too. It's gonna look bad. Santos had that one of those boring whack ass right? fight with yeah. Johnny Walker. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know mm-hmm. look, look, Thiago, I know you got a baby on the way with uh Yana Kuritskaya. Yeah, Yana Kuritskaya. So, you know, focus on that and just let Ankalaev just Knock you out. <laughs> let Uncle. Let I hope he says that in the fucking post interview as well. I was like, I wanted to make sure that he took some time off to spend with his family. So I made sure to give him a KO so he can get a medical suspension. Yeah. <laughs> How <laughs> fucked up would that be? Yeah. I uh, I broke his chest by kicking him in the dick, uh, his chest dick. Um, yeah, I kicked him so hard in the dick, it radiated to his chest and it cracked his sternum. Yeah, no, no big deal. <laughs> no Uncle big I. Deal. Why did, you, why did you kick him in the dick? I have to. Yeah, 500 times. 500 times. Dude, uh, that fight's going to be so fucking lit. All right. Um, so those are our picks. Uh, I think it's, yeah, I think we're both, actually. Yep, we are. We have the exact same picks. We have the exact same picks. Yeah, and we pick with our heart, and we don't care. I don't yeah. care how far behind I am. Give the a fuck. Although I do like that belt. So we haven't been keeping track anymore. Oh, oh, as far as five bigly, you are behind. Uh my, my our boy T Cross texted me that he had like a really good week. I've been crazy with the show. I haven't had a chance to add him up this week. But so I have to we'll get to that. it. We'll get to it. But don't worry. Don't worry, guys. We're it that belt exists, so it's going to someone. Oh yeah, it's going to someone. And they're gonna really, really enjoy it because it's sick. Uh yeah, so sick with it. Yeah. All right. Well. Guys, what I say? <laughs> um, thank you all for listening. Uh, you can follow me at leogh two one one three on Instagram and Twitter. Um, you know, be kind to each other, be rad, and also, just do you have something to say about our patrons? Yes, we always want to shout out our lovely patrons. Shout out to APB, Sandy Pants, Alex from Jersey, T Cross, Fee, Dave L with the fire question. My God, Jimmy the Drunk, 
Tricky Dick, Mixed a Man, Anonymous, David Everett, Wholesome MMA, Brian Shea, Dave, aka Bobby Knuckles, or Nobby Buckles, wow, Supermanly Nick, David S. and D. Kronz. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why, for some reason, I'm I'm looking at this list and thinking this isn't real, but it's real. These are our patrons. Yeah. No, it's, it's quite nice. Thank you guys so much. And thank you for everything you guys have done for us. And thanks for putting money in the bank. You know? Yeah. You don't, you don't, you don't have goes a, towards you know, the show. It all goes towards the show. Yeah. It's great. We, you know, get microphones. Things sound better. The belt, the belt, the belt, the fucking yes. belt. I, it's a thing of beauty, ladies and gentlemen. Whoever gets it, it's such a great thing. I, anyway, um, yeah, we can't thank you guys enough. Thank you so much for listening to us uh, every week. And if you just started listening to us, we hope you enjoy <laughs> randomly picking up at episode 40-something. Right? It's 50. We talked about this. Oh, 50. Cool. Yeah. Uh... All right. Well, uh, Leo, where can our uh, lovely listeners follow you? I already said that. Did you really? <laughs> Are we live? No. Pass. Anyways, Send that. Pa- no. Pass. All pass. Right. Pass. We're done. Pass. <laughs>